We are live. Do you want to confess anything now to avoid humiliation, or do I have to interrogate you? What happened now? Come on. You know what I'm going to ask about. Uh, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me it's not you that runs an account called Very Good Show Quotes. It is not me. <laughs> it is not me. <laughs> Do you have any idea who it could be? I don't. I don't. I, I hope, and that's that. If if it is someone that listens, that's very cool. That's good. There's a very good show fan out there. Mm-hmm. If I find out it's you or Mike, I you're out. I asked Mike several times today if it was him because it seems like something he would do. But well, not only that, the account has three followers. Would yes. you care to guess who they are? Probably the show, me and Mike. That's absolutely good. It's odd that you know that, right? <laughs> so quickly. Well, it happened this morning, so obviously I was looking at it. Right, right. Of course. That has to be it. Mike used to... I don't think it's Mike because he used to do quotes from our show on the show account before, but they were not accurate ever. <laughs> That's good. So so this one's been accurate. That's good. That'd be great if you guys got successful and they used that as a source. <laughs> the so show. Like, this horrible thing that was said on very good show and he's like well technically <laughs> we didn't actually say it uh that is inaccurate i actually said i don't like those people all right well then i have to i have to find out who that is but more likely what i'm really asking for is that a gearhead do some investigating because i'm certain it's one of these buffoons trying to make me think that very good show has this great fan base that's doing all this extra work for it. <laughs> we have a great fan base. It's small, but it packs a punch. I like what do- is, uh, is there a name for a very good show fan? Like the Gearheads? I have no idea. Fans? Yeah, nothing yet. I couldn't, uh, uh, I can't think of anything. Good. Goodies. Gooder. <laughs> I can't think of it. <laughs> the Good Samaritans. <laughs> that's not bad actually the good samaritans very very good samaritans <laughs> i don't know if it makes a great hashtag but no no it doesn't <laughs> it's a long one yeah please please folks let me know and if it, maybe it's someone watching right now that uh, will confess to this but otherwise there's gonna be a full-scale investigation i like into, I, into who is quoting and and from what I've seen, was the show all about me and Justin this week, or what the fuck is no, going on? That's no, why I know about it. They're really hyper focused on that part. Uh, yeah. No, we we were talking about um, well, right before um, we recorded yesterday, the my <laughs> friendly neighborhood crackhead drove by us. So I was like, see, it actually, I had a witness to it with in Mike. So we t- oh, really? Yeah. Well, we can get that out of the way. I have a couple big announcements uh, in a moment. But first, we'll, we can talk about this because you did say, uh, if you follow along on patreon.com slash blind Mike, I don't know this, if this was ever discussed on a free episode, uh, but Craig lives in the projects, apparently. <laughs> and uh, there's always, you know, you think my neighbors are bad. Oh, the riffraff that Craig interacts with. They're beating their children. They're uh, stealing cars. You know, who knows what's going on in that neighborhood. So you have an update, you said. Yeah. So uh, yesterday, uh, Mike gets to my house and I usually meet him outside. And um, as we're standing in my driveway, in the distance, we can just hear someone going, I'm going to shit all over your face. I'm going to shit all over your face. And it gets closer and closer. Sounds like a nice intimate evening. Mm Mm-hmm. And... 
it's that same kid that I saw before just walking around with the the Celtics hat and the leprechaun. I mean, the Celtics shirt and the leprechaun hat. Now, when you say kid, uh, he's twenty seven. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, trust so, me, I know. Yeah. I know a lot about this kid now. I know his name. <laughs> I know everything. Oh, good. Yeah. So, so he's offering you a nice treat. I assume you were polite and reciprocated. So we, we heard him saying it in the distance. Me and Mike were very visible when he came by on a motorized scooter, two backpacks in the same Rajon Rondo jersey. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? I, that's exactly how I pictured him. You don't have to describe it. Yeah. And he just did not look at us once. Just flew by going, I'm going to shit all over your face. Right. So today my wife gets home and she's not feeling very comfortable about it. She's not ready for shit in her mouth. Right. So That's she, surprising. So she calls the cops. Oh, the, what a ninny. Well, she, well, this kid. What a scab. This kid's a in the neighborhood. Kids in the neighborhood, everything. Yeah, she did snitch. She did. Um, so the cop comes in. It is a female cop who is just a gossip queen, apparently. Yeah, well, aren't they all? It's oh, <laughs> about all they can do. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. So <laughs> we find out that this kid is on... Um, the cops hot list as she called it because Ooh. yeah <laughs> the 10 sexiest <laughs> methods yeah she's on on the hot list because I guess um, other people have been calling about him because he was think so yeah yeah he lives a couple streets down and um and <laughs> so she ends up telling my wife the kid's name <laughs> and like everything about him so we she, she Googled him. Is that protocol? Don't know. I cannot imagine. Well. Oh, you got to hear about this guy. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened. She she goes to my wife. She was like, hold on one second and calls the police station and goes, because we were, there's all those like car burglaries going on in the neighborhood. Can you guys believe what Franco's <laughs> been doing? He's at it again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll, we'll call him. Uh, yeah, we don't give a shit. I'll accidentally say his real name if I make up a fake one. But I said Franco. Let's go with that. Let's oh, Frank, that. Franco works. Or does that not represent the? Uh, I'm sure you want to get <laughs> dot all the eyes and cross all the T's here. Yeah, yeah. So we'll Franco. So she calls and she's like, "Could Franco be our guy? The one that's you know breaking into all the cars?" And apparently she goes, "No, nah, I didn't think so." And hangs up the phone. And she goes, "Yeah, Franco. He's out like all over the place mentally. He can't do anything right." And the the guy who's <laughs> he is just just a comedy of errors. Yeah. Follow old Franco. Yeah, exactly. And she says um, that the guy that's been stealing in like uh, from the cars and everything has been very calculated in his uh, movements around town. Matt doesn't seem like Franco. It's not not like Franco at all. So um, the cop ends up leaving, and my wife decides to do a Google search. Right. Boy, yeah, I gotta say, your wife is a real nosy Nelly. Well, this kid is out of mind her fucking business before she gets, you know, <laughs> the Franco special. I'm all, I'm all, oh, he'll, yeah, the Franco special will not, he will not be dishing that one out. I'll say that. No, that ain't chocolate ice cream you're getting, sweetheart. You know, he's, he's very upfront about what he's serving you. Yeah. So we end up Googling Franco and he's, he's been in uh, drug court, right? Sure. Can you guys hear my kids screaming? Oh, is that what that was? I heard something. You could hear that? Jesus Christ. It was Franco fun. came knocking on your door. Yeah, you <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> <laughs> there is, you know, I'm sure Craig is a lovely family. I've not met them. I'm sure they're very nice people, but there is a funny image 
to Chris uh, Craig walking out to a Chris Benoit situation <laughs> in his living room. No, <laughs> the Rajon Rondo jersey just skirts away. I hang myself from the Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I look, I look him up, and he has been. It was ten years ago, but he was arrested for assault and battery with this woman. They went and stole from a friend of theirs, thinking they were going to be incognito or something like that. Ooh. Um, he's been arrested for impersonating a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. By the sounds of Franco, I don't know how intricate it was. I don't know if he fooled anyone. Yeah. So um, this kid was in drug court, and a friend of mine was in drug court before, So, and he happens to know this fella. Oh, small world. Yeah. So... Drug court can go one of two ways. The way it went for my friend where it works and he's been clean for years. Mm-hmm. Or it goes the way of Franco and you get kicked out of drug court and that's why Craig is now seeing him all the time. <laughs> now, what does it mean kicked out of a drug court? So drug court is basically a halfway house. Oh, I assumed drug court was exactly what it sounded like. It is. So there's, that's part of it. So you get drug tested, I think, like four times a week. You have to go to court. You have to do all these things, and a judge decides whether you have to go. Okay, so Artie Lang uh, type shit. Yes. Yes. So I text my friend, and I go, uh, what, do you, uh, what do you make of this, uh, this Franco guy? <laughs> you got eyes on Franco? And so he knows who he was from drug court. Yeah. And he just sends, stay away from him. And oh, no. I, yeah. And uh, I go, well, that's the plan. Uh, I said, should I be keeping one in the chamber? He's <laughs> mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, he, he not, and he responds again, he not only uses tons of methods, but cooks meth as well. So Wait, tons of methods. Uh, I think he meant to say, sorry, tons of meth, but cooks okay. it as well. He accident, accidental typo. Ah. He says. So sort of a Jesse Pinkman pre Walter White. So that's exactly what I was thinking. He kind of, dre- yeah. he dressed, that's exactly what this kid looks like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, More of a badger, I guess. He never, uh, you know, Jesse's a little too smart. So he dresses like Jesse, acts like badger. Okay. That's Franco. <laughs> that's cla- that is so Franco. <laughs> Classic Franco. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Jesus, stay safe out there. This guy just patrols your street, basically. Well, yeah. And he says, I can almost promise you that he's got a lab near your house. If that's where he calls it, well, this apparently this kid cooks. It's fucking basement. Um, he's not mentally stable, and I don't know why he's not in prison after being kicked out of drug court. He's all. This is my favorite part, and this is how you can tell well, which way my uh, friend leans towards the law. He's also a heinous rat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, God, don't tell this guy what your wife did. Jesus. Yeah, he's unpredictable when up for days doing meth. So my friend that uh, are we all? <laughs> yeah. So my friend who I was like, hey, what's uh, what what is this drug when you just walk and talking to yourself? And he goes, definitely meth. Turns out he was absolutely correct. I would think so. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good guess. <laughs> He's uh, or something in the meth family. So oh right, that was the biggest. Uh, the biggest part of the cop being at the house is she just casually goes, yeah, he's a big time drug addict and a schizophrenic. <laughs> I was like, great. Yeah, again, that feels like, you know, kind of private information. Right. I'm going to call. I, get, I mean, I'm going to call this that, cop that's all what the time. I thought of listening to uh, the case and just in general, like hearing this story, it shows you how often I'm sure this guy, they deal with this guy every fucking day. Mm. 
So there comes a point where I can almost like sympathize with cops, even though it's not right to do like it shouldn't, this is not how the system should run. But I do understand like when you deal with this guy every day, it must just get exhausting to the point where you're like, who gives a fuck? That's Franco, you know, (laughs) typical Franco. I'm just going to come back and do we do this all over again tomorrow? Let let Franco slide on this one. Yeah. But that's, that's exactly up a body. That's exactly why I haven't seen him yet is because he was either in prison or drug court. So do you like are your do your kids often play outside and everything? Uh yeah. Is anyone scared about Franco? I would, I'm or never seem like a harmless uh you know friendly meth addict. Um he, to be honest, and in Franco's defense, he's kept to himself. He's just like, good. Yeah, good. Without you know busybodies like the missus, I yeah. hate to say it. <laughs> Fucking rat. You know, yeah, without without people poking their nose into Franco's business, he seems like a pretty sweet fella. Like I'm saying, he made, he made you and Mike a pretty nice offer. I just hot off the presses, new, uh, my my king, kingpin Pete type friend. He just sent yes. me a text as I just received it. He had a long prison sentence. I've personally gotten arrested with him. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. I'd like to get arrested with Franco sometime. <laughs> I I don't want to. He seems very fucked up. Got arrested with him. Yeah, like you know, we suited up in uh, in Pat's out for the night in Pat's hometown, Pat and Lawrence hometown. Oh, in Lawrence. Yeah. Well, shout out Pat. Keep your keep your head on a swivel, buddy. Yeah. We need you around. I'm just gonna go outside one day, and Franco's gonna be on the swing with my my son. <laughs> be great if he was a big fan. He's like, I heard you talking, motherfucker. Dude, that would be fucked up. You know, because I just described everything about him, and he's like, "That's the only shirt I have." He's wearing a blindside. I mean, a blind Mike. Jesus Christ, a blind Mike Project T-shirt. I hope and he's like, "Listen here, motherfucker." Well, it sounds like he's been in prison since blind blindside pods, so it could be. Yeah, maybe he was a big fan of that. <laughs> when is that coming back? By the way, I prefer MHB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened to MHB? You just drive by heckled. He, he was, no, he was funny. <laughs> yeah, I get drive by heckled. Yeah, is it Franco? Uh, is it Franco or Frank O? I think I think we got Frank. Have. Frank O knows what you should be saying. That's what I'm saying. When he, when he hears this, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of the Patreon, a couple big, uh, not, not big announcements, I guess, but uh, newsworthy notes, I guess. If you subscribe to Patreon.com/slash Blind Mike, uh, tiers starting as little as one dollar a month, where you can watch all live streams, five and ten dollar tiers as well, uh, five hundred if you're so inclined. Uh, I was glad to hear from like uh, everyone in Madawaska was like, uh, isn't it weird that people thought you were serious about that? I was like, I don't understand how you could possibly. What, the 500? Yeah. It's called silent partners. Grow up, people. (laughs) Yes. You and I are going into business together. Ah uh, yes, but but yes, uh, tears starting as little as $1 a month. Patreon.com slash blind Mike, where you can... Hopefully, listen on an RSS feed as well. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Is that, are we going to have that situated now? Uh, as of right this second, it's not because I still haven't talked to Justin. Yeah. So I'm hopefully well, going to be uh, fixing that this afternoon. Yes. It seems like the team here at uh, the Blind Mike Project thought that I only wanted episodes loaded like. You know, when I asked for <laughs> When I hassled you about it, they're like, oh, I guess he wants this one up. Yeah. So the second I stop 
asking uh, episodes stop getting. So if you are listening and don't know what I'm talking about, um, there's an RSS feed. Like a lot of people complain about having to watch on YouTube, um, which there's nothing we can do about that. That's just how Patreon works. Really. A lot of people ask, why don't you just up- upload it to Patreon? Uh, you can't. You're not able to do that. So that's why you have to upload shit to YouTube. And uh, that can be annoying. It can drain your data if you're driving around or whatever. So we created an RSS feed and put the audio up of the episodes um, while I asked for them. <laughs> and we had what seemed like a foolproof system and plan in place. And uh, I would ask Craig, just send the episodes to Justin. And he would say, yep. And then Justin would upload them. And then I would stop asking them and they would stop getting uploaded. <laughs> so now I've given full control to Craig, <laughs> which means in two weeks, uh, we'll reconvene here so I have this discussion with you guys again and assure you that they'll start being uploaded. It is not it is not in my uh in my possession until I'll I'll tweet it out so everyone will know from this point forth. Okay, good. But until, don't tweet out the link though. No, no, no. I'll just say, hey, I have the RSS feed. That'll yes, be the tweet. I've got the goods. Then you'll know when it's because I mean it's gonna be a lot easier to do that I don't have to put it on a Google drive and email it. So instead of doing all yeah. that shit, I'll just upload yeah, well, it. That's what I feel. I was like, you know, Justin's probably not even thinking about it. Clearly. So he's not a, yeah. he's not an employee here at the blind Mike project. So he just sees that and just fucking sloughs it off. So I figure why, why do we have this extra step? Why not just have, it makes a hell of a lot more sense to just have Craig. Do it. Yeah. Uh, is Craig the $500 tier patron? Is that how he became the producer? Yes, it is. Yes, that's correct. He pays me $500 a month to produce the shows. And then I bitch when things aren't done right. Yeah. That's, the, that's Ima- the arrangement we have. Imagine. That, that's how it was. What the fuck is this? I'm paying you. <laughs> Not enough. Did you see the dentist this week? Shut up. <laughs> Should be $1,000 a month. I was very confused with the way you started the show. I was like, what did I fucking do now? I was like, what else did I, <laughs> what else did I do? Well, I was just looking at that and I was like, all the signs point to this being one of these idiots controlling this account. It was very flattering. <laughs> it is. If it's not you, that's a very nice gesture. It's not me. To, uh, I, whoever that is. I really don't want to know who it is. Unless it's Mike, because then I do. I just want to know that it's not one of you. <laughs> it's for that's sure. I want to know. It's for sure not me. Oh, dude, Matt. By the way, our latest episode out right now called Buffalo Matt can be heard everywhere. Matt went on a date last night and... uh we haven't heard from him since. Really? Yeah. Maybe it was with Franco. Maybe. He's he's just out on Franco's front lawn. Oh. <laughs> no shirt on. <laughs> haven't heard from him at all, huh? No. And would you have in this period of time? Like, did you text him or anything? So we tried calling him twice during the show because we were <laughs> we wanted to see how getting ready I'm was. Sure, interrupt him on a date. That's normal. Yeah, yeah. Normal friend stuff. <laughs> I wanted to see how getting ready was going, you know? Like what's he what's he wearing chain right. in inside or outside of the shirt those kind of things didn't answer right. and we haven't heard from him since. Well, Godspeed, uh, may Matt from Very Good Show be in your hearts. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I hope <laughs> Matt might be dead. It's very true. That's the thing. You guys live dangerous lives. That's the thing with you, suicidal fucks. Is like I don't hear from him. I'm like, whoa, whoa. I assume the worst. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Where did he go? I should do that. I should scare people. A little. I mean, I guess now I'm doing all right. So no one would really think about it, mm-hmm. but I would like, I, I've never done this, but I do definitely get in a state where like, uh, am I most depressed? I want to know people care. So I'm actually surprised. I've never 
just like gone dark for a couple days to see if anyone would notice. Yeah, I would. Where the fuck am I? Well, now, yeah, but like there were times. I always think about this type of shit, and Matt might be your friend for this. I always think like, who is my friend that I could most easily kill and get away with it? Oh, I always think of that stuff. Yeah, that the stuff. answer for a long time was the warthog. His girlfriend may come, you know, nosying around now, but yeah, but instead of calling the cops, she seems like she would call you, and you'd be like, "I have no idea," and then that would be the uh, end always, of it. always here. Would you like to talk to him? <laughs> I do an impression. <laughs> Friend that would be easiest to kill. Yeah, Pro- probably Franco. Oh sure, I guess no one. Yeah, I guess that would be pretty easy because uh, it's his parents' house that's near me, and since he got yeah. kicked out of jail and drug court, so. I'm assuming if you went missing, no one would really ask twice, you know? Yeah, I mean, the answer to that question is always a homeless person. Like, the easiest person to kill would be a homeless person, for sure. The new thing is, where would you do it? Because there's so many cameras everywhere. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, in a back alley or something, you know? Yeah. Well, I've told you about the Fenway Stomper, right? Yeah. Wait, no. No, no, no. I can't get away with it. Is that the, the guy's currently out there, isn't he? Oh, the Fenway Stomper uh, lurks in the night. Yeah. Is that the guy that takes, like, the, uh, like, freshly 21-year-old males? No, 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 no. You're thinking of the, uh, uh, fuck, Southie something. Uh, I, I don't, I forget the name of the gentleman you're thinking of. He's but, still uh, active. He's still active, that guy. Oh, well, so's the Stomper. No way. So, I had heard this story of the Fenway Stomper. From a cop buddy of mine, mm-hmm. where uh, he got his name because uh, he's a homeless gentleman who kind of lurks around Fenway Park, and he kills other homeless people by stomping them to death. Really? Yeah. And the cops can't really do anything about it because there's no evidence. I guess he does it in an area where there are no cameras. They're just other homeless people, so they don't have, you know, you can't really trace him. <laughs> So there's nothing anyone can really do about it. So he stomps other homeless people. And then one day when I was working for Entercom, we were working an event outside Fenway Park. And uh, a guy comes up to me. Uh, Clearly, he looked, we referenced Jesse Pinkman. He looked like, you know, Jesse Pinkman when he escaped uh, in the finale. Oh, That's what this guy looks like. And he comes up to me and he's just mumbling nonsense. And I go, uh, what's that? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and he, I don't know. <laughs> and he, I thought maybe, maybe I just didn't hear him. And uh, he goes, oh, uh, and I go, oh, okay. And just kind of nod my head. And he walks away. And then uh, one of the hot dog vendors at Fenway Park says, you know who that guy is, right? And I said, no. He goes, well, he's sort of a vigilante. <laughs> And I said, what do you mean by that? He says he keeps the streets clean. <laughs> I said, okay, well, do tell. And he says, well, that's the Fenway Stomper. <laughs> wow. Said, Say no more, sir. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. So I came in contact. I could have had him. Do you, did you feel insulted that he approached you? <laughs> he was. I think he was feeling me out. Like, is this another homeless guy? Should I be stomping this guy to death? Or no, this guy smells like fresh L'Oreal. He's not homeless. <laughs> he looks homeless, but he smells all right. <laughs> yeah, clearly has running water. <laughs> yeah. So that guy never got arrested. 
No, they can't. I mean, they can't. They can't track him. Typical. Like, Mar- they know it's him. <laughs> yeah. They don't have the evidence to lock him away. Typical Marty Walsh. Yeah. I like how he. You know, I thought in the uh, in the movie version, me and this hot dog vendor kind of team up, take him down. <laughs> Although it seemed like the hot dog vendor sort of liked him. Well, I. Th- I mean, I don't hate it. He's like, you know, he eliminates homeless men. <laughs> I do enjoy, uh, you know, the fact that he went up to you. He probably saw that you were blind and was like, well, this guy can't identify me. Yeah, but this, this is a friend. <laughs> I, can, I can get my thoughts out on this guy. I found, I found an ally. Which way did he go? Officer, I actually have zero idea. <laughs> <laughs> so do you people giving my guy Andrew Yang shit? That's the type of person he's talking about. Oh, those people. The Fenway stomper. Everyone overreacting. You talking about the... Uh, Mentally ill. Yeah, I mean, you react. You, you can't win with these fucking people. Well, it, I mean, they all—they're all like, "Wow!" Because they—they're thinking he's talking about retarded people. When in reality, um, he's talking about yeah, like, or not. You know what? Not even that. If you listen to the clip, you almost think he's talking about someone like me who's just on medication. <laughs> oh, I—I I assumed he's. You know what ta- I mean? I when I heard him say it, I assumed Franco types. Yeah, well, of course, I think that's what. People like you and I think irrational human beings. Yeah. What I'm saying is the Twitter mob made it seem like he was just talking about people uh, who suffer from depression or mental illness. You know, just regular everyday people who deal with these things. What he was talking about was uh, the string of beatings of Asian Americans that everyone seems to have been outraged about. Right, like mm-hmm. that's a good thing to speak out against for Andrew Yang. Yep, uh, and he's he said a lot of this is coming from the homeless community, and uh, you know, the mentally ill certainly have rights, but we have rights too. We have the right to walk down the street and not feel threatened, all that sort of shit. And people were like, "How could you, Andrew?" <laughs> Andrew thinks the mentally ill don't. They think they're just murderers. I'm surprised. You know, he was specifically talking about. People with mental illness who murder. I'm surprised. Or assault. Yeah, I'm surprised Black Lives Matter hasn't jumped on this one yet because you said, yeah, they're all mentally ill and it's always black people doing it. So I'm surprised they haven't attacked him for that. Well, listen, I don't, uh, I don't subscribe to that sort of thinking. Well, I mean, it's, it's basically <laughs> true. I don't know that. I haven't looked into the stats. And Craig they, is the one saying that. And that's me denouncing. I'm saying, no, that's bad of you. Bad. If you show me a video of a white guy doing it, I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> Please, someone, come up with a video of a white guy doing it, just so we can put this to bed. Now, to every one you show me, I got about 48 no, no, no. that it's I not, can show this you. This is a dangerous road we're going down. All right. Sorry. House racist, Craig and Coney, folks. Very good show. Uh, it is nice to have someone uh, I feel like I've given Craig enough praise on this program lately but I, you know it is also nice to add to his attributes it's nice to have someone that makes me look liberal <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like by comparison they're like this you know snowflake cuck Mike hey but to be fair we never talk about uh, like gay people's rights which I'm all for but that stuff never comes up so all the right side of my brain topics always come up not the left side. I, I understand. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I understand. But show me those videos. Um, yes, yeah, so the Fenway Stomper, where was I? Oh, well, the other show uh, announcement that we have is that uh, I, ho- I, I believe, because I wouldn't have gone on that rant about the RSS feed if we were just shutting it down, uh, I believe I will still be able to do the Blind Mike project under this arrangement. Uh, but I am very happy to announce that I am uh, teaming up 
with a very popular podcaster named Sophia Franklin, and we're starting a brand new podcast. Oh. I'm her new partner, and uh, we're looking for $20 million a year, if you can scrape that up. Oh. So uh, alert Spotify and Stitcher and all the other outlets. Me and Sophia Franklin are going at it. God, I hate her so much. I think that would make, I got to say, everyone thinks it's, you know, um, revolutionary that two women on a podcast say blowjob. I think it would be revolutionary to have someone like Sophia Franklin talking sex with someone like me. Smarter than you. You know what I mean? Hotter than you. Cooler than you. Richer than you. Wow. See, she could get, get away with burns like that. Yeah. She is all of those things. <laughs> and then you've got someone with my voice saying, you know, it's it would just be fun to hear me say rim job, you know? I don't care how busted I look right now. <laughs> oh, you look great, Sophia. Listen you to look this great segue. compared to me. Listen to this segue. I am ready to have a baby. Well, let me pull one in you, sweetheart. I come out of my blackout to the sound of rigorous fucking I mean you think you think I don't know what that's like so rigorous fucking I was sharing a room with Justin that night I didn't have you know 12 rosés and 10 sake shots <laughs> <laughs> 10 rosés feels like a lot that's a ton that I is can imagine getting blacked out off that <laughs> I yeah in t- on top of 10 sake shots absolutely <laughs> I suspect she may not have done that much I smelled like steak. What is that? What is that like, Sophia? See, we do a good podcast. Ask questions like that. I feel like those just flew over <laughs> Alex Cooper's head. You know, mind-boggling shit. Yeah, that is. I know the the Fenway Stomper. It's crazy, right? You just These people like going after Andrew Yang. Can you believe it, Sophia? You just look like a bitch. <laughs> why? Why? Because I'm complaining. It's it's cancel culture, Sophia. What don't you understand? It's a problem in this country. I am a 19 year old male. <laughs> well, the, those are mostly the problem. I'll tell you, these 19 year olds and a lot of them men. You know, a lot of these white knights out there. That is the problem, Sophia. Rigorous fucking. Well, no, I would not with a 19 year old. I'm too old now. I would get me too. No, you'd be fine. <laughs> you would be fine with a 19 year old. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to do that anymore. If you're, I'm 29, almost 30. I mean, legally you're fine. I mean. Oh, I know that, but you know, God forbid. <laughs> Listen to this segue. I guess I am pregnant. No, she's not, right? <laughs> Where did we get these drops? So I Breaking had- news, folks. I had to listen to the latest episode to find these. You're all from one episode? Yeah. Boy, it seems like a lot of <laughs> hysterics going on on that program. I I could not go through any more than one. I want. How bad is the name Sophia with an F? She calls the show Swaff. Oof. Yeah. No, she doesn't. She calls the show Swaff. Oh, that's terrible. Isn't that disgusting? Swaff sounds like something you wash your pussy out with. <laughs> See, I can get vulgar, Sophia. <laughs> We can go back and for a little rat that Rigorous huh? fucking. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she started her own media company called Sloot Media. Oh, that's like, we get it. We got it. You <laughs> like sex. Yeah. We understand, Sophia. Jesus, how miserable must she be? We didn't really talk about this. We talked about Call Her Daddy on uh, the Patreon a couple of days ago. But what we didn't really talk about is Sophia's reaction. And I've been 
speaking of vigorous, I've been vigorously reloading her Twitter Rigorous. to see if we get a reaction out of her. And I haven't seen anything yet. Smarter than you, hotter than you, cooler than you, richer than you. I don't care how busted I look right now. <laughs> that's actual sound. from That's from uh, Alex Cooper's voicemail. <laughs> Listen here, you fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, must she hate that uh, Peter Nelson. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I can't tell if they're still together or not. I was going to ask about that because there's got to be some friction in the household. Well, because several times in this episode, she talked about her boyfriend. And at this point, if she's not saying who it is, she's a fucking idiot. Yeah, that is odd. Although I'll tell you this, maybe it's a tactic because everyone knows if she kept saying suit man or Peter Nelson, I think even her listeners would be like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> For still being with that guy. So maybe it's almost a way of masking it. Yeah, Steve's grandma said that you and Sophia can interview your therapist. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. What a threesome that would be, huh? (laughs) Me and my therapist tag team and Sophia. (laughs) I didn't have, you know, 12 rosés and 10 sake shots. How were you feeling after that, Sophia? Were you feeling loose? I guess I am pregnant. Oh my god, so you let someone spread their seed inside of you. Mind boggling shit. <laughs> yes, when they ejaculated inside of you, it was so mind boggling. You couldn't grasp it, could you, Sophia? I smelled like steak. Yes, well that <laughs> Sophia, you've even baffled me on this one. I'm not sure I am a trained therapist and I'm not sure how to take that. I am a nineteen year old male. What was the context of I smelled like steak? If you could enlighten us. I believe I I believe she was talking about burning her hair with a hair straightener. I wanted to shoot myself in the fucking head listening to this. <laughs> How long did you get there? The whole fucking thing. Now that's dedication. Yeah. Well, I was driving. Yeah, to say, Craig, you know, even if you are creating your own parody accounts, then kudos to you, my friend. Do I have job. to do I have to show the camera my Twitter to prove <laughs> I didn't do it? No, well, no, no. Oh, so the the context was in our show last night, Mike talking. Mike talked about how he used to throw quotes up because he doesn't know anything that's going on. And I go, I gave you our show Twitter and you don't use it at all. Oh, okay. And then I was. So, oh, so you think someone listened and did yeah, that because of that oh, conversation? For sure. Okay, that makes a little more sense. No, I stra- I'm willing to buy that. I straight up said, someone make an account. Okay. All but, right. These are good people. They'll do as asked. Yeah. Someone make a okay. someone make a blind mic project quotes. How about that? I guess. I don't know if we need the world knowing what we say back here. <laughs> That's true. You know, let it be a little clubhouse. Mind boggling shit. Oh, mind boggling shit was reading variety that morning. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Can Harder you than imagine you, than you, Can- cooler than you, richer than you? And you know, I, my my immediate comparison was like if you left Amazon in 1999 mm-hmm. or Apple in 85 or something like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or sold all your stock. That's what it would be like. But it wouldn't really be like that. It would be like leaving Amazon the day before they IPO'd. Well, the thing that was weird about it is. Uh, the announcement of Call Her Daddy happens. Alex is going to be worth like $60 million minimum Yeah. by the end of this. So I put this this on, and like one of the first things you hear is, Hey, Alex. And I go, Oh, fuck. I thought I was actually going to listen to something interesting. 
<laughs> Craig thought I sent him on the craziest mission. I'm like, listen, only I know about this. So it turns out... The daddy gang is back together. <laughs> turns out Sophia's cousin, named Alex, is now the producer of the show or some shit like that. I mean, that's just... That's just weird. I think her 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 fucking cousin's name is like Stephanie, and she's like. <laughs> I feel like you're right, but it's so bizarre because I would do the opposite. Oh yeah, like if your name was Kirk Stevenson, I would be like, we got to we're not calling you that. <laughs> what a what a name. <laughs> we're calling you Craig. <laughs> what, what a name. <laughs> Kirk Stevenson. But, but it's just like the odds of that. I mean, to bring in. A producer named Alex <laughs> that I'm sure she also makes do all the work. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, I, I feel like she has to kind of live a sad life. Like I almost feel bad for her. Mind boggling shit. Even though she did dig her own grave. Do you hear all this vocal fry coming out of this fucking hole? I can hear it again. Oh, just <laughs> listen to the end. Ugh. Mind boggling shit. <laughs> A little bit, maybe a little bit. There's a ton. Shit. So I don't. I'm so curious. Not about the Alex. I think we focused on Alex on uh, Tuesday, but I'm more focused on the other aspects of this. A. I want to see Barstool just put two women talking sex out there and see if it does as well as Color Daddy. So um, I listened to Portnoy show this week. Did you? I did not. So turns out, because they own half of it, yeah. What's, I know they own merchandise, right? Yeah. So they're selling all the merch, which is what Dave said he prefers, anyways. Yeah. And he also said that if they could have gotten even in the same ballpark, that Alex would have stayed for less money. Really? Yeah. I guess their relationship's pretty, you know, pretty good. I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, I think we just spoke too soon, which I kind of figured. But when we talked on Tuesday, I was like, it's weird that they haven't really reacted yet. But then, uh, yeah, not long after that, I saw Dave tweet like, uh, we created the two most famous women on the internet, I don't <laughs> like care Jenna Marbles busted. and Alex Cooper. Oh yeah, I don't care how busted I look right now. Boy, Sophia doesn't even get mentioned in that because I thought for sure when he said the two most, I was like, oh, he's getting Sophia credit. Nope. <laughs> No, she can't even get that. Did you see how many fucking reviews Swaff has? How many? Like eighty thousand. But what's it? Uh, what's it? Are those bad reviews or good? It's four and a half stars. That's pretty good. Oh, okay, because I didn't know if it was like the daddy gang fucking with her. You know? Yeah, yeah. And don't call it Swaff like you're in. Well, that's what she's. She, you're a listener now. You well, listen I, to one episode. I, you're not one of them. Well, I was saying it, you know, sarcastically. <laughs> I didn't Swaff. have, you know, 12 rosés and 10 sake shots. Craig's going to be wearing Swaff merch next Ugh. thing you know. Ugh. He's going to be running Sophia quotes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, you know, she's just a different voice than you hear in women today. Ugh. And you know what's funny? Ah, oh, man, I can't. No, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> what are you going to say? I was going to just start talking about her appearance, but who am I? Oh, no, stop it. She's a lovely woman. Yeah. Could land a plane, on, so? could land a plane on her forehead, but... Oh, stop. I hate. I will say I hate when people do that shit. When you take an attractive girl and just nitpick the one thing so that you can tell yourself, like, oh, I wouldn't hit it on her if I hey, saw her at a bar. She <laughs> makes fun of fat people all fucking show. She can oh, take Oh, does it. she? Yeah. 
I don't care well, now, how now I'm hurt personally. I right now. I don't care how busted yeah. I look right now. Be great if her next episode was just insulting me. I like she doesn't even talk about Alex. She's just like, you this fat piece of shit. <laughs> Imagine if she responded and we just had the, <laughs> we, She never addresses Alex getting 60 million. She just addresses me. Yeah. And then, you know, we just get the leftover daddy gang coming after us. That'd be fun. It would be. We it, should get in a... That's, what I, that's why I want to team up with Sophia. Yeah. Because I want to get into a real uh, podcast war. Yeah. Tell you know, so- I think that's what puts Blind Mike Project on the map. Ask Sophia, anyone listening, uh, I'm just curious who told her that her podcast logo picture was a good look. Just ask her. Oh, stop it. Oh, what? what are you... You're telling me I'm going to use, I'll use the office trick. Do you remember, uh, you a fan of the office? Yeah. Remember when they argue is Hillary Swank hot? Yeah. And Jim describes to Kevin her coming up to him at a bar. Mm-hmm. You're telling me if Sophia Franklin approached you on a slow night in New Hampshire. Absolutely not. Like, sorry. Sorry, sweetheart. I'm just being purposely mean right now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I don't go for that. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> no. We don't go for that here. We don't go for shaming. Well, I mean, like the first thing she would say to me would be like, shut up, fat ass. So that's hundred percent true. Yeah. That is than you you're right. She would be very mean to you. <laughs> and she and, would, and she would just keep saying this drop to us left and right. Smarter than you, hotter than you, cooler than you, richer than you. Vocal. I don't think she would give us that much time. I think she would say, uh, no thanks. You just look like a bitch. That would be more. That's more the line I'm thinking we would get. I don't care how busted I look right now. You just look like a bitch. <laughs> that's actually perfect. That's what she should say to you. <laughs> I bought the uh, the soundboard that um, one Steve Robinson used, and I am very excited because I finally figured out how to use it. Oh Jesus! Well, let's not get crazy here. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to rip off a great uh, a great man. Oh, no, it's just uh, the way, the one on this board, you just have eight options at a time, and it's really hard oh, to I find. Oh, I see what you're saying. So now it's just everything's in front of me, and it's nice. I thought you meant the actual uh, daddy sound. No, 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 no. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, so if you're Sophia, like, you have to be miserable because you missed out. It wasn't like years later, call her daddy took off. And they got this $60 million. Like Alex was miserable at Barstool for a long time, but then finally got the deal they wanted. It was a year later. Like if she just kept her fucking mouth shut for a year. Yeah. And the the fact that she turned down basically a million dollars to wait for, what was it? Six months. To do the same podcast with a different girl named Alex. Yeah. It's <laughs> incredible that her producer's name is Alex. It's like you shut your fucking mouth for six stupid months, idiot, and you're on the Spotify deal. And I guarantee you, it's more towards Rogan numbers if they're both together. Yeah, and well, uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know how much the numbers went down, but um, no, I meant, I meant, I, pri- I meant price wise, like money. No, I know, but I'm saying I don't know if the numbers went down when Sophia left. So they might have still gotten sixty million. You know what I mean? I feel like the buzz definitely did. Uh, maybe, but they also remember Spotify's with them. Spotify's buying a brand, right? Like tomorrow, if they, if you know, if Spotify keeps the Joe Rogan Experience name, and Joe Rogan goes back to Apple and just calls it the Joe Rogan Show, he's doing the same numbers. I would literally do anything for sixty million dollars over three years. Really? Now let's see how let's see how far we can play this. Yeah. 
Um, you do anything with like feces or that's the normal go to. Like, like a, you'd eat shit, all that kind of stuff. Well, that's not a job. Well, it is if I'm paying you. <laughs> How often do I have to eat shit? Like once, once a day? Every day. That's your that's your breakfast, and then the rest of the day you can eat what you want. But that's your breakfast. You start the day with it. Now, how much shit are we talking? Um, you're putting it in your mouth. I'll even just let you kind of like some days I'll let you dab it, mm-hmm. but other days you got to eat a full, you know, nugget at least. Like a like a like a poodle size shit or a human like adult male shit. Um, I'm gonna say smaller human shits. What you envision female shits are like. Um, I could do that every day. Well, you gotta assume First of all, you'd die. <laughs> would you? Would you? I, I gotta think eventually if you're eating someone else's shit. Well, I feel like, uh, uh, now if I throw up while eating it, um, does that still count? Yeah, it counts, and then we get back to the drawing board tomorrow. We build that stomach up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Eventually, I'm just gonna get used to it. Sure, yeah. For 60 mil and after... <laughs> 60 mil over three years. Yeah. And you're committing to this job the rest of your life, though. You've got the 60 million. Right. But I stopped paying you in three years. Well, if I have 60 million, it's like kind of useless for you to pay me. Yeah, well, that okay. That's what I'm saying. As long as you're okay I mean, with that. If you can get $60 million in my bank account, I will never ask you for a dime again. <laughs> All right. Well, you've never asked me for a dime yet. That's, so. that's true, too. <laughs> that's true. So apparently this is the equivalent of eating shit every day. Well, I have a quotes account now, so thanks, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome, Pat. That's, that's your payment. Yeah. Some, some psycho is listening to every word I say now. I would love to know who that is. That's funny. I don't uh, want to know because I feel like it'll ruin it. Yes. Don't tell Craig who you are. Just tell me. Don't tell him either because he'll hold it over my head. Expose yourself to me. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's the plan. Only tell us if it's Mike. Uh, my mic. Yeah. Uh, he's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone tell me that it's not you. <laughs> I feel like I should call him and ask him. Uh, well, we'll save that maybe for another day yeah. when Mike's on, perhaps yeah. we'll grill him. Grill him. I'll get, I'll get the, uh, the, you know, light bulb hanging and swinging. Um, now this will be an interesting one. Do you get rid of your kids for $60 million? No, you don't know what happens to them. No, I just come over one day. No. I can answer that quickly. <laughs> you won't do that. Now you're just saying that because you're on air and like, later you'll be like, no. hey, by the way, if you really got the 60 million. No, because uh, so I've never been away from my kids. And then uh, I was getting super excited for the honeymoon because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, finally, no kids. We can just relax like a day sure. in a day in. I was like, fuck, I kind of wish they were here. You miss them. Yeah. They piss you right, off. Now- they piss you off to no fucking end. But when you're not around them, it's kind of like, fuck, man. Miss All right, well, I'll go a little lighter then. So that's your line. Mm-hmm. I'll say, how about we get rid of the wife? You don't know what happens to her. $60 million. <sighs> Can't do that. She carried my kids. If I had no kids, that could be a different answer. Yeah, but that feels like some negotiating could happen. No, because like, I'm just. Kids, I feel like I wasn't going to break through. Now I feel like I've got a little negotiating power. My daughter's just going to come up to me like, whatever happened to mama? I'm like, well, do you like that Porsche over there? Hmm? Hey, give her a few bucks. Don't worry about it, kid. <laughs> yeah, crying, Stop cry, asking questions. <laughs> cry into these, rip off a few hundreds. So we've proven you won't do anything for $60 million. Would you do the Sophia Franklin show? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, honestly, I might end up uh, as a permanent anchor on Hanging with Blind Mike if I did that for three years. 
Oh man, I wanted to swallow a bullet listening to one episode. <laughs> now, can, Please, wait, wait. You don't have to pay me. Just let me back. <laughs> wait, could I? Uh, could I? Do what I want on her show, or do I? Uh, is it? I have to be like, oh my god, can you believe that top? Ooh, interesting. Yeah, you have to try and fit in as best you can. Ugh. Dude, they spent fifteen minutes talking about how high waisted bikinis are gross. Well, I mean, aren't they grody? I didn't think so. Well, you don't know shit, man. You just—that's why you. <laughs> See, we're in sync already. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sophia just get each other. Yeah. That would be, here's the thing about, uh, you know, I'll say people like that is uh, obviously <laughs> I think it goes without saying I'm i uh, I'm not legitimately throwing my hat in the ring for that. I don't think Sophia wants any, any part of me, but I will say someone like Sophia Franklin, I get the vibe wouldn't see the humor in someone like me being on a show like that, even for one episode. No, you know what I mean? Like they, they, People like her do look down at people, which is pretty shitty. Smarter than you, hotter than you, cooler than you, richer than you. Yeah, but that's also not an act either. <laughs> no, it's not. And isn't the whole, is is the context of that, is she actually saying that to someone or is she I don't quoting? remember. I believe so. I think it was, you know. Because I was going to say, isn't her whole act kind of like, hey, we're poor, you know. We live paycheck to paycheck, just slumming around. Oh, man, it's it's you have to try to figure out um, each month of doing. I mean, I could I could I could deal with it, I think, for I was going to say you have to go. How many months at a million dollars per month? Could you do that show with her? <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think the rules would have to be if you don't complete it, you get none of it. Well, that's what I'm you don't complete the month. So if, if you, you don't complete the three years, you get none of it. Ooh, yeah, I could, I could do it. Yeah. Well, we're, I mean, Kirk has asked me this just about like hack morning radio. And my answer is always, I would try it. But the problem is like, would I be able to not break character? I would, I would not. Like be, my intention would always be not to. I would literally break in the first day. See, I think I'd be good. I could do it for a while. <laughs> I'd have fun. I think I would, I would have to do some practice rounds before it actually counted because I would hear a story and then just make like a fun joke about it that I think would be funny and not like be like, ah, oh, can you believe that this, you know, like, like my first day would be like the, uh, like an Elliot page coming out day. And I'd be like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, so I think it would be really easy for me to be like, Sophia, can you believe what that douche texted you? Like, <laughs> oh my god! See, I could have fun with that, but I wouldn't be serious. That would be fun for me. But what would be difficult is when people, like, you know, when me and Sophia really take off, and then I have these assholes tweeting videos, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not really you, you pussy. <laughs> uh, Lab Rat says Opie and Sophia show. That'd be great. I I would listen to that because he would give and, it to her. I don't know if this is what he meant by that, but Opie would do that in a second and change his personality. You know I, what I mean? Like the scenario we're talking about, like, would we be able to pull it off? Opie would. I feel like he would break though. I I don't think so. Cause he, I think the whole edgy Opie thing was kind of a phony act. Uh, yeah. 
You know, I mean, you can't leave a show like that and complain that the guys razzed you too much. Oh, yeah. And really be the destroyer. You know, oh, Opie. <laughs> this is a perfect drop for the Opie and Sophia show. <laughs> it's just, you know, they make fun of Chip, just her after every sentence. Listen to this segue. <laughs> <laughs> she is Chip. <laughs> Chip Franklin. Listen to this segue. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> Oh, poor Sophia Franklin. That'd be funny. Um, boy, we did that a lot longer than I expected. But do you still want to talk about uh, Stuart and Colbert? Yeah, that was great. I, I, they're talking about me being a right-leaning guy. They're talking in the comments about me uh, on Jerry's show. Craig and Callahan, so far right there in your glove box. <laughs> I love that. Uh, there you go. Steve's grandma. Is, uh, I don't know if that's what they were referencing, but that is like an old timey uh, radio. Like if you were uh, however far the well, AM dial goes, 1600 AM. Any further to the right, it'd be in your globe. You, you've done that. Uh, on, oh, I said that before on KMS a couple times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that. That was a nice callback. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the things I think, uh, you know, left leaning shit. I do I think have Jerry would be like, Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> did you listen? Did you listen to Jerry's today with his new producer? Oh, I forgot. No, I forgot that he saw listen to that when we're done. I forgot that he started. I yeah. forgot Conan's uh full time now. I will say that the new producer seems like a great guy. Couldn't get sound to play for the life of him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Was Jerry pissed? No, he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, producers, I did it 300 times and not when I go to play it now. Like, he's just saying that. He's like, but this kid is an infantry war veteran. Okay. So he's just right up Jerry's alley. Oh, Jerry must love that. They're like, they share old war stories. Know, people, people think I'm a war groupie. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for Jerry. I hope that works out. Yeah. Although he should have hired uh, Carano or Craig, but what can I, what can I tell you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So John Stewart was on Colbert, and I just thought the funny angle. I don't know if you picked up on this, Craig, but was Colbert's reaction? Well, Colbert being like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> Would you? So uh, you can start it probably about where I time stamped it, right? I went a, a slight. Place. I went slightly before, like five seconds. Okay, before. perfect. But uh, let me pull this puppy up here. Yeah. So John Stewart's on Colbert and they're talking about it's a, I believe that was Colbert's first show back in front of a live studio audience. So they were kind of talking about that. Mm. How do you feel about the science now? Well, so I will say this. I, I, and I honestly mean this. I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. <laughs> so, I mean, don't you just miss that type of shit on the Daily Show? Mind-boggling shit. You're right, Sophia. <laughs> I do. This whole segment made me miss the Daily Show and realize how much Trevor Noah fucking sucks. And you know what else it made you realize is like. How as much as Jon Stewart was clearly a liberal and let that show on The Daily Show, his first goal was funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he could come out tomorrow and say he's fucking joking about it. He's like, I don't believe that bullshit. But it was still funny. 
Right. Like it's funny to do on the Colbert show. Whereas Trevor Noah is like, no, no, no. Let me make a poignant argument right now. Let me make a point that makes people think, wow, that guy is intelligent and woke. <laughs> what a woke fella. <laughs> I don't think Jon Stewart was joking at all in this clip. No, no, no. But my point is, if tomorrow he says, I was fucking around, I think it's, uh, I think it came from a bat. <laughs> Then it would be who cares? Yeah, but the best way to describe Colbert is that there's someone holding a shotgun to his nuts underneath the desk. Yes, so he's very nervous. So this is the position Colbert is in right now. He his career was started by John Stewart, essentially. Mm-hmm. I'm sure on some level he looks up to John Stewart. He knows that John Stewart gave him a the, the opportunity that launched where he is now. Oh, for sure. But he also knows that there are people watching his show who are seething right now. And calling John Stewart an alt-right Nazi <laughs> because he has this opinion. I guarantee you this is the most viewed thing that they do for the next six months. I would now that Trump's out of office for sure, yeah. Mm. Just focus on Colbert and just realize how uncomfortable he is, people. Yeah. And that's kind of Hold on one second. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I'll, it's I'll, coffee. I by the way, John Stewart is wearing a dress shirt with a tie and jeans tucked in with no belt. Awkward look. He's a cool guy. Hip. Hip guy. He's just hanging. Yeah. Wouldn't do that to you. I'm so all what, for what, do you, takes, what do you what what, what, what what do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, so this perhaps this, this, there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation? Oh, that, yeah, so, so what you're saying is it's it's possible, maybe. You're <laughs> saying we don't know, right, John? <laughs> the guy who funded the fucking lab just had leaks that said that <laughs> of him saying that it was. Stuttering instead. So what you're saying is uh, maybe there's like a one percent chance it could have possibly happened. Like, right, you're not you know, you're not being crazy, right, John? <laughs> Come on, John. John Stewart should be, uh, he should go back to the Daily Show because he's exactly what the country needs. Well, so here's the problem. Uh, you're wrong, unfortunately. No. Because you could say the same about Bill Maher, who is an incredibly liberal guy, but sometimes comes out and says, hey, you children are being fucking ridiculous right now, and it's time for daddy to put you in your place. Yeah, you can cut that if you like. Um, and, and Bill Maher gives him a good tongue lashing, yeah. and the response is not, "Oh, hey, you know what? This is a pretty liberal guy who's been for all the rights that we pretend to be for forever, way before we were even around." So maybe we should listen to him. Instead, they say he's a Nazi. Bill Maher is a Nazi. Mm. So you're wrong. If the Daily Show, if John Stewart went back to the Daily Show. They would try and cancel him, <laughs> and then it would become like an alt right thing. Well, the somehow. thing, yeah, the thing with John Stewart though, is I agree with some things he says and some things he doesn't. But no matter what he's talking about, I will listen to the whole thing. Right, right. Well, because he's a funny, interesting guy, and he, I think he, on some level, always stuck to what he said to Tucker Carlson when Tucker was on CNN. And uh, John Stewart was giving him all kinds of shit. I forget what the exact context was, but John Stewart gave him all kinds of shit for uh, asking softball questions to someone. And Tucker Carlson goes, you had so-and-so on and didn't grill him. And John Stewart goes, yeah, because my lead in his fucking puppets making prank phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe John Stewart had a much better grasp of that than Trevor Noah or any of those other people do. Mm. Including Colbert. Yeah. 
Um, Ted says, uh, was John Stewart a comedian or, a- or actor before The Daily Show? And I said yes to both. 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 Yeah, but he was in uh, Big Daddy. <laughs> he was but in, yeah, more, more, uh, more well known for his stand-up. Yeah, he was a stand-up in like the 80s. Yeah. He was with a Seinfeld and all that stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't I'm, do that to I'm you. I wouldn't for, do that to you. I'm so what, what do you takes, but what do you what, what 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 do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, so perhaps a, there's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation? A chance. Well, <laughs> I, 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 oh my if god. There's evidence I'd love to hear. There's I just don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? the Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease <laughs> is the same name as the lab. <laughs> that's, just, that's just a little too... So, Paris, I don't even know if he's fucking right. You know, I don't know... I don't give a shit if he's right, to be honest with you. You want to know I'm how you know the he's... the one who should be investigating that. You know... But it's fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened to caring about that more than, and I've said this before, in a way, guys like George Carlin ruined comedy because there are people that looked at what George Carlin did and said, what I should do is also be a philosopher. But what they forget is George Carlin was also extremely funny and smarter than all of them. Every single one of them. So, like, look at fucking Colbert panicking at this. When... When did, did hey, someone say, hey, Stephen, you pretended to be Bill O'Reilly for like 10 years on Comedy Central. It was the funniest fucking show. <laughs> Why are you acting nervous about this? I don't understand it. I, I don't know if I've said this on this show or not, but the funniest thing was the the day that Obama got elected to his second term. Uh, I, I put on, I watched the Daily Show and the Colbert Report. I watched both of them all the time. And uh, it starts off with a disheveled Colbert in his pajamas eating popcorn. And the way his show starts <laughs> is he just looks at the camera and he goes, hey, America, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes into the credits. Now, you know what's sad is I bet we are closer to a time where that clip comes up and Stephen Colbert says, I'm sorry for thinking oh, that was funny. My God, I've changed. I was a different guy. That was a different climate in the country. Oh. If he apologizes for that. I mean, I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying in general, that's the tone of Stephen Colbert now, as opposed to the hilarious guy that followed Jon Stewart for years. Well, I don't know how far uh, we're going to get into this video, but I am going to play the send off. Okay. Because that is the part that jumped out at me the most. Yeah, keep playing. We'll see how we how we do here. Don't you think? And then they I, ask I, those scientists, they're like, how did this... So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. <laughs> How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. Mm. And you're like, no. I, you, the wait, name wait, of your lab, wait. look at the name. You know what's very subtly funny, by the way, is that Jon Stewart is a enough of a veteran comedian to know, like, I'm going to do an accent here because it would be funny. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that accent. <laughs> I'm not, not going to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> just got like the the red alarm going off. Burr, oh, burr. you're not gonna get me, folks. <laughs> Don't be. I know shingo. what I'm saying is already controversial. So, <laughs> <laughs> the truth is controversial. Well, that's how you know it's actually true too, because Colbert didn't challenge him on it. Um. Yes and no. The uh, the reason I'd say you're wrong is only because like I don't think Colbert would challenge John Stewart on anything. 
That's true. The same way. I mean, like I thought he did an okay for a comedian. I thought he did a good job kind of challenging Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. But like John Stewart, somebody actually respects and wants to be kind of seen kissing up to. Right. Way. So it might, I think there would be more of an inner conflict for him to question him. True. True. Look at the name. Can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in <laughs> Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and <laughs> then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. The accent's close. Okay, okay. Wait a okay. Wait a second. Wait a what about second. this? What about this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right, John. Oh my God. Again, Colbert's like, oh hey, let me pump the brakes on this. <laughs> the instinct of any good comedian. Hey, let me stop you. I'm surprised. Uh, he's probably just confused because the, the audience is hysterically laughing and he probably hasn't heard real laughs in forever well i mean yeah he has been locked in his house also so <laughs> well it just it's just pumped in bullshit like fake laughs yeah i guarantee it says laugh like above the stage or some shit but it, it, that's what sheep the audience are too like mm-hmm. if this were someone in a red tie as bill burr says They'd be booing him. Yeah, boo, boo. You know what I mean? So like, I, I like what John, and it's good. They should laugh because it's funny. But if it were fucking Ted Cruz on here, they fuck you, pal. Because <laughs> then they would know, oh, you can't say that. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How fucking dare you? But good for John Stewart. Yeah, so we can go. I mean, that's the gist of it. But we can go to the point uh, that you were talking about where Colbert. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of that where Colbert's like, hey, wait, hold on a second. Wait a minute. Let's let's see here. What? Listen to this. Uh, I've I've been to that lab. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> we we have to take a brief break, John. What? Yes, we'll be right back with more of wherever this edit happened. Stick around. And there was an edit too, right? I didn't see one. Oh, it looks like they kind of cut there. But yeah, he he references that once or twice. He's like, uh, you know, if any of this makes it, that sort of thing. That's what I'm talking and- about. Yeah, and to be fair, that is kind of a crutch. I'm sure I I, I probably did it earlier in this episode, <laughs> where you kind of just go like, ah, if any of this makes it, or we'll cut that out, or whatever. Yeah, but you can tell when you're joking and he's serious. Yeah, I think he would have liked that to not be on there, but Correct. then he realized it was the entire segment. So <laughs> I'm curious what they followed it up with because apparently he lasted through the commercial break. I heard he talked about it again. Oh, did he? He kept bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But yeah, so that that's a little note. And what's amazing to me, this is what's so amazing about our generation, is that instead, we don't learn anything. No one builds up credit. And there's no, uh, there are very few epiphanies where we learn something from our elders. <laughs> instead, uh, our generation and younger will look at that and say, oh, I guess Jon Stewart is now a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> there will never be a second of... Oh, hey, John Stewart thinks like us. So either he's joking and that's pretty funny or that's his real opinion. And maybe we should take a look at that. It's no, no, no. Oh, John Stewart has changed. <laughs> he's not one of us anymore. Let's get rid of him. It's a bunch of Justins. <laughs> Just pulling what he did on Madawaska Rob. He's a Nazi. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Who knew that Justin is just like the rest of these millennials. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that way. And it kind, you know, 
I wanted to talk a little more about this, but I think we're kind of running out of time here. But uh, that Kevin Hart thing, did you see I tweeted that? I did not. Did I? So the I Guardian, uh, which I, I don't I don't know much about the Guardian. Are they? Uh, I'm assuming segue. they are. But are they a liberal, particularly uh, liberal uh, rag? I, have, I don't know, actually. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I am assuming they are, uh, particularly based on this article. They, uh, yeah, bring it up if you can, I guess, just because there's some funny, li- the, the the fury with which they cover this. Fatherhood so I didn't know movie? Kevin Hart, I guess, um, is in a movie coming up called Fatherhood. Yeah. Which will be on Netflix. Um, I saw he did like an interview with the LA Times where he was talking about cancel culture and that sort of thing. I didn't realize the reason was uh, he's promoting this movie coming out. Uh, so apparently it'll be on Netflix this weekend. It might be up now. I'm not sure when it's coming out. But uh, the plot is essentially um, Kevin Hart's wife dies. Spoiler alert. And, uh, you know, he has to raise his newborn daughter on his own. Apparently it's based on a book. Um, and the book just focuses on the first year of the daughter's life. But I believe the movie jumps ahead when uh, the daughter's a little older. And uh, she deals with, I think the way they phrased it was like gender nonconformity or something. So they didn't go all in and say she was transgendered or anything like that. But she is apparently uh, like dressing in boys clothes and that sort of thing. Breaking down gender stereotypes. And Kevin Hart is playing a father who has to deal with that, I guess. Mm. So this Guardian article... Again, you can't you can't fucking win. So Kevin Hart, if you don't remember, got uh, kicked out of the Oscars. He was supposed to host the Oscars. He got kicked off because he had quote homophobic tweets, and uh, uh, they found stand up bits also where they said he didn't want his son to be gay. Now you could look at this movie and say maybe Kevin Hart has grown because uh, years ago, more than a decade ago, he turned down Tropic Thunder, the Al Pacino character. Because he didn't want to play a gay character. What a so you could look at this now and say, well, you know, it's not, he's not playing a gay character, but maybe, maybe he's come a long way. Maybe he's, you know, kind of advanced and grown as a person. Instead, the Guardian took the opportunity to say, look at this piece of shit begging for forgiveness. <laughs> it's like you can't cut the guy a fucking break. You can't say, hey, good job, Kev. You're coming around. You're growing. This they go no he uh you know he's faking it. <laughs> Kevin Hart uh, uh that Hart would want to be portrayed as a kind patient man at this particular juncture of his career makes sense and his possible ulterior motives don't even feel all that intrusive on the agreeably low key melodrama until that behind the scenes context crosses the line from canny casting to manipulation. So they're saying, the Guardian says, there's zero chance that Kevin Hart has said, you know what? That was shitty. I, those, those things that I said were shitty. I shouldn't have joked about that kind of stuff. It's hard for uh, gay youth. Maybe I have a lot of young followers. Maybe there were people that that made it harder for to come out. It's not possible that he said that and said, I want to take an acting role that uh, kind of makes a difference. Because it's more likely... That everyone kind of forgot about this controversy. Mm-hmm. And yet Kevin Hart wants to remind them by being in a movie about it. That's the more likely option to the Guardian. 
Ugh. That's what that's what annoys me the most about this bullshit is there's no you can never grow, you can never change. And they say, hey, you know, you need to go to rehab to take some time and think about what you've done. Well, maybe Kevin Hart did that. I want to go. Maybe he didn't get on his knees and grovel, but he still was able to grow. Oh, I just got a fucking awesome idea. I'll tell you after. Uh, you tell. Uh, I want to go on a like uh, a journey with whoever writes these fucking articles from when they get the idea to, you know, first draft to the editor's first <laughs> like words right. on it. <laughs> Be like, how do I spin this? Because, you know, the movie came out and the guy thought, well, how do I spin this to make Kevin Hart look like an asshole? <laughs> right. Right. You know, like that, that angle was in his mind before he saw a second of the movie. <laughs> Correct. Correct. You know, and if anyone else was in this and did the exact same act, you know, if they put fucking Will Smith in this, you'd be glowing about how progressive it is. This is, this is needed in this time. <laughs> but instead they found a way, you know, you thought they could never uh, criticize a movie that deals with these issues. They figured it out. <laughs> Just put Kevin Hart in one. <laughs> Yeah, nothing says uh, I hate gay people like playing a single dad. Yeah, a single dad raising a uh, non-binary child. (laughs) Oh, that's, you know what, that's what I wanted to say also. That's what it made me think of where, do you think a lot of, like, let's just pull a name out of a hat. Say Joseph Goebbels, a real Nazi, a genuine Nazi, like a guy who was actually probably racist, I would say. Mm. Do you think he kind of went out of his way to pretend he wasn't racist? No. You know, do you think he invited gay people and black people over his house for dinner to be like, see, I'm not, (laughs) I'm just a regular guy. He kills them as they leave. You know, I don't think these like crazy racist, these real racists are going out of their way to prove they're not racist or these crazy homophobic people are taking the extra mile to prove they're not homophobic. It just seems (laughs) It's silly to me, but right, right, right. Oh, all right, we had a lot of other stuff to get to, but uh, I guess we'll save it. We'll put in the old tickler file and uh, and get back to it another time. Yeah, I smelled like steak. Yes, thank you. Maybe she should join Tom Myers. In the, well, maybe not yet. We'll see if she sticks around, and maybe she can join Tom Myers in the outro. Right. Go to uh, um, go to teespring.com slash blind mike. Buy some shirts. Yes. And uh, slash very good show, right? Uh, teespring.com slash stores slash very good show. Ah, yes. You have to go the extra step for that. Yeah. But uh, buy your merch. Buy very good show merch. Buy Blind Mike merch. Um, Patreon.com slash Blind Mike. Tears start as little as $1 a month. Come join us. Shirts with writing and, uh, so big. Blind Mike free can read them. If you sign up for a year. Yeah. Do Basically. it. Basically. People been doing it. People been and, doing it. And uh, for you Patreon members, will we... Are you around this weekend in the mornings? Me? Yeah. I am working Saturday. Working Saturday. So possibly Sunday, even though it's Father's Day? Uh, maybe. Maybe. So that's a maybe, folks. Uh, we may see you this weekend. But if not, we will uh, talk to you whenever on the Blind Mike Project. Goodbye. And I think to myself... What a beautiful world I see clouds of rain
Fuck you. 